I have an idea. Yeah. For how to start the show oh, going sure. forward. <laughs> um I think it should open with you uh-huh. sort of doing like a Cooper to his uh little tape recorder thing. Mm, but yeah, yeah. you but you're addressing Dan. Yeah. Dan. Uh, Dan <laughs> <laughs> Somehow make Dan two syllables. Yeah, two A's in there. Yeah. <laughs> You might need more, honestly, to make it really feel like two. Well, welcome, welcome back to Antwin Peaks. Antwin Peaks. It makes me laugh every time. Yeah. And why is it called that? Well, I'm. I've decided it's because we are. We, we're the King Me program, and we do mm. Twin Peaks. We talk <laughs> about right. King Me shit and. Mm-hmm. Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks shit. Back once again, Dan and Rob here. Hi, I'm Rob. (laughs) Yeah, I'm Dan. And uh, Rob, do you know what time it is? Oh, I do know what time it is. You do? (laughs) Yeah. It's realization time. time. (laughs) That's right. Um, This is a good one. Season one, episode seven. 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 We're yeah. saying seven. We are. And we're right. Yeah, because we said it. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Feels like things yeah. are really starting to cook. Right? We had a simmer going, and now we have, like, nope. what's it called? What's it it's called when it's like the little, you know, right before the rolling boil starts, and it's like, uh, like a lot of little bubbles? Mm hmm. We're at yeah, that yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. We got a we got a pot boiler here. Yes, as uh, as um, on the on the Dan Harmon story wheel. This is the little bubbles section, <laughs> right? Uh, already have to eject Gizmo from the episode. Yeah, <laughs> she'll be back. Yeah, she'll be back. Um, yeah, episode seven, realization time. Um. Directed by Caleb Deschanel, of course. Uh, who sired two beautiful girls. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, he did. He did. Um, also, at the top of it's, the show, before before we get into any episode stuff. Tell me you're going to plug the Patreon after sired two beautiful girls. <laughs> <laughs> you better not. I was going. I was. I was not going to plug the Patreon, but oh, since okay. you brought it up, oh, all right. I mean, you should Damn probably, it. you know, since you're listening to the free episode, if you want to hear the rest of this episode, you should go over to Patreon.com/slash/KingMePod. Mm. You get the rest of these Tuesday episodes, and every other Friday, you get a bonus show. That's Let's a lot of content. Go, baby. and you're probably thinking, well, surely they take away the free King Me episode. No, you no. get that too. You get that too. All in also, one gorgeous spe- feed. Yeah. Speaking of free, if you oh. sign up, you get seven free days 
that's a, right. as a trial. You that's can, right. As we've said on the show many times now, you could sign up for free, listen to all the episodes, and then cancel before you you get yeah. charged. On to the next town. That's right. <laughs> you, you rolling stone ass. Yeah, you, you, you fleeced us here, mm, and, that's, mm. and that's fine. You can do it. Look, you think this is the first time I've turned out my pockets and a moth has flown out? Please. <laughs> Please. This is my life. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> my life is my life. pockets full of moths. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will also say, as a preface to uh-huh. this episode, yeah. um, I was at a wedding last night. Oh, shit. So um, Rob fans, I think, are really going to love this episode. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, it's going to be a big it's going to be a big <laughs> big rob rob app. <laughs> I will be good. here mostly in spirit. Oh, good, good. Yeah. Um I uh, <laughs> it, Yeah, it's going to be I think Dan's going to take a back seat. It's going to be me, me and Gizmo mostly. Oh, wow, yeah. yeah. She has a lot of thoughts on uh on uh, Waldo. Uh, the Waldo scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, the, yeah. And am I worried about Gizmo sort of edging me out? <clears throat> no. She's a cat. She's a cat. And I'm she, a man. Yeah. Um, She's not as quick with the, the funnies no, as Dan well, can be. Uh, has been. <laughs> has been. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about Waldo. Uh, let's start with Waldo, the minor bird. The episode, yeah, kind of start right. That's pretty early on. That first scene with uh, my fa- my my line of the episode, my favorite line of the episode. Uh-huh. To get uh, what's his name out the out of the scene, he goes, "You have any apples?" <laughs> and you're like, "We got a couple in the fridge." And yes. he just just. These grapes are, was it? These grapes are about to turn. These or, grapes are right on the edge. They're right on the edge. That's it. Yes. Uh, these grapes are right on the edge. It's, yeah. That, it's, that's very funny. It's a very funny line. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but it, well, we can't, I, we have to, last we left off, we, the cliffhanger, Cooper uh, entered his hotel room. Oh. Um, to find a naked Audrey under under the sheets, um, so that's scary. Where the, yeah, terrifying. <laughs> ah, so Cooper does. Yeah, the he's an honorable man, and so he does the honorable <laughs> he do, thing. He does do the is, honorable thing, which is not sleep with a high school student as an right. adult, even man. though. As we have established, she is totally 18 years old, and it would be fine. I'm just saying. Yes. I have a question. Something. Uh, this is the thing I was fixated on in the scene, was his FBI jacket. Uh-huh. Do you notice the, like, font was crazy? I did notice that. It wasn't like the traditional, like, block Bl- right. sort of letters. It. Yeah. I don't know what font it was but it it had like accents on the, yeah, the edges it, I, I did notice that yeah it looked like um like the font you'd see on the sign for like a fairy themed yep. like kind of gift shop i was f a e r i e fairy yeah, yeah like a uh right like a uh maybe a ren fair or something yeah yeah 
like yeah, it was a little old English, a little bit yeah. of a, a touch of that that sort of a font. Mm. Um, surely an FBI jacket has never actually looked like that, right? That's got to be an embellishment for yeah. Sure. This otherwise grounded program, <laughs> right? Um, sure. But uh, yeah, so right. Um, Cooper says that he is an honorable man and that he swore an oath um, to the FBI not only to like uphold the law but also to you know uh, be like kind of a, an example, an honorable person and you know sleeping with a high school student is definitely not on the list of things that make you honorable makes you pretty cool but not honorable (laughs) (laughs) Uh, gave you some high fives with the Icelanders for sure (laughs) right Um, so he says I'm going to go down to the, uh, the kitchen or whatever downstairs, the restaurant downstairs, I'm going to get two orders of fries, two malts, and then uh, you're going to get dressed. And then I'm going to come back and you could tell me all your problems. And she's like, it might take all night. And he's like, that's fine. <laughs> it's this. It's funny. It's so, uh, you know, over the top wholesome, I yeah. guess, is the way to put it. Totally. I mean, malts, fries over at a malt. Talking a problems malt over. Gonna- yeah, all night long, <laughs> right? Like, I love this, uh, just like using this to really underscore the idea that he's the opposite of a one-eyed Jack's patron. Sure. Yeah, right, because yeah. here's the thing. Agent Dale Cooper's about to go undercover, and we need to know. Beyond he's about to go undercover as James Bond. <laughs> Wearing a tuxedo to a sleazy uh, Deadwood style saloon <laughs> casino. A Canadian, Canadian Deadwood. Sleazy Canadian casino. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, then, then we see uh, Andy come into work the next day. And, uh, ooh, Lucy is still giving him the cold shoulder. And he's like, I sure do wish you would stop calling me. Uh, uh, I want to. I keep wanting to say his name is Andy Dufresne, but of course it's not Andy <laughs> Dufresne. It's uh, Brennan. Uh, I, w- I sure do wish you would stop calling me uh, Deputy Brennan. And she's like, "Okay, Deputy Andy." And uh, and then she she's she says something like, uh, "She says right now for- is the prime time for phone calls. I can't yeah. I can't talk right now." <laughs> and just then the phone rings, and it's a doctor. Uh-oh. What? Uh-oh. And you could hear him say, um, I have the results here. And, <laughs> and then she's like, uh, no, I'm fine. It's okay. Okay. And then hangs up. And then, Dan, what do you think this is all about? I think she, I assumed it was like a pregnancy thing and she lost the baby. Oh, that's dark. Yeah. Oh, is that too dark? Oh, shit. All right. Let me try again. We, we don't I want think, these things I for think, Andy and Lucy. I know? think she has a cold. <laughs> I think she has a She tested positive cold. for a cold. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's what I thought. But I don't know. Maybe Lucy has, um, I don't know. What? Maybe no, she I, broke I'm her just, arm. 
Yeah, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm just asking. I'm, I'm just asking questions. I know what's going on, you know. Just seeing if you're, uh, if you know what's going on. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> but I told oh. you what I think is going on. Well, that's great. Uh, Good. Well, maybe the doctor called and said, um, Bob killed Laura Palmer. <laughs> and she was I, like, damn, now <laughs> way to spoil and Twin Peaks for me. <laughs> I, um, I was, I've been watching like uh, interviews and stuff with the cast and whatnot. Mm. And um, there's a, an interview, I think it's from 2020 or maybe even 2022. Um, it's like a panel that most of the cast is on. And they're talking about, they're actually talking about uh, the episode where it is revealed who killed Laura Palmer. And, um, in all the cast, like nobody in the cast knew who it was going to be. Uh, they were all a little bit worried that it was going to be them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because then, you know, once, once the, the mystery is up, then you, what do you do? But, um, yeah. So even up until the episode when they filmed it and, you know, maybe we'll talk about it more then, but he, he filmed certain scenes with three different actors to uh, sort of throw off the scent of who was the actual uh, murderer. Wow. So, yeah, yeah. But Dan Dan what? knows that it's Bob. Yeah, it's Bob. <laughs> you think I'm stupid? Of course it's Bob. It's fucking Bob. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Lucy uh, gets the call. Cooper comes in, says, hey, Lucy, notice you weren't in yesterday. Hope everything is okay. Um, we'll come back to that, I think. Mm. Um, and then he goes into the, the conference room where Doc Hayward is trying to nurse a, a bird back to health. <laughs> the bird is, uh, has been starved and dehydrated. So, um, seems talking outside yeah, his jurisdiction. Yeah. I mean, well, there is a vet. We know that, uh, the one armed man's best friend, Dr. Bob, is a vet, but he's in a coma, so he's not going to be talking to anybody. So, uh, Doc Hayward's the next next best thing. Um, Bird's like a person in so many ways. Yeah. Hol- hollow bones, strong <laughs> beak for cracking nuts. Yeah. I mean, it's all the same once you yeah. get in there, right? Yeah. <laughs> Being a bird is only skin deep. <laughs> exactly yeah um no but he says he's like can you get this bird talking and uh and he's like talk talking is sort of like playful to birds and this bird is like in survival mode right now so once mm. he's back to health he will start talking again um and cooper sets up his tape recorder um to only go off when there's a sound so it's like a it's like a fancy tape recorder that way. So he sets it up right outside the the cage, so he can uh, you know if the bird starts talking they'll get it. Right. Um, perfect. Good setup. <laughs> what could go wrong? Exactly. And we'll just put this bird in front of the window. Yeah. No problems here. Mm. And I'm sure this is completely unrelated to this uh, storyline here. But then we see Leo outside of his home watching Bobby Briggs just fucking 
through the scope yeah through of a sniper rifle (laughs) well first it's binoculars and then he sees bobby coming up like basically skipping up to the house because Mm. you know he's about to have sex with his his beautiful boner jutting out in front of him like a (laughs) where those like rods a dousing rod dousing rod yeah he's oh man Gross. He's, he's, so, he, he's just looking for the wetlands. Am I right? Come on. Hey, man, you, you went there. I said boner. <laughs> you said <That's>, dousing rod. <laughs> oh, honestly, didn't even put that together. Isn't that what they're called, though? Those things that you use to, like, find... Find um, water. Oh, is that why it's called a dousing rod? Because you get it wet in the water? Well, yeah. What did you... Uh, I honestly didn't know what they were for. I thought it was like a, like a new agey, like find the vibes kind of thing. You can find like a wellspring of energy, Uh, a wellspring (laughs) of energy of water. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Okay. So uh, that's Bobby's boner. This is a Uh, very educational show. (laughs) Yeah, no, we we get into it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so he sees Bobby walking up there and then sees Shelly open the door and they, they hug and, and walk in and, and Leo was just so fucking furious. He grabs his rifle and, uh, you know, he's been shot. Uh, we, we saw, Le- uh, Leo get shot or at least Shelly shoot him. We cut it away before, uh, we saw what happened, but he got just winged him, uh, in, you know, just shot his one arm. Mm. So he's like, all right, I'll use my good arm to shoot Bobby Briggs when he get <laughs> when he leaves the, the house. Um, but then he hears over the radio because he's listening to the police scanners. Here's Lucy talking about a witness that they have. What? Uh, for the Laura Palmer murder. What? Oh, and Leo gets freaked out and he gets in his car and he drives off. Um, a lot of, a lot of Leo, a lot of, a lot of stuff pointing to Leo here, even though that blood on his shirt was Jacques, but Hmm. Yeah. I wonder. Wonder what? Wonder where this is all going? No, you don't. You know do. where it's going. I, mean, I wonder where it's going. Well, I know. I'm just trying to, uh, you know, empathize with you here. That's uh, you can sympathize, but you can't empathize. <laughs> you don't share my lived experience of not knowing what's going on. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll tell you what. If anything is going to convince me that maybe Bob, the obvious murderer didn't do uh-huh. it. Yeah. It's, it's Leo in this episode. Why does he care so much? Why does he care so much? Yes. And what, what who if, is he trying to, uh, you know, protect here? Oh, I guess uh, Bob, I guess. And the, well, the other thing is like, what if, yep. Um, Laura Palmer was Full of Jacques Renault's blood. I mean, she is full of secrets. We definitely know that, right? Yes. And what if one of those secret, secrets is Jacques secret Renault's blood? blood? <laughs> secret blood transfusions. Yeah, yeah. She uh, she had a darkness in her. She she, she was addicted to blood transfusions. <laughs> French Canadian blood transfusions. Uh huh. Mm. So, um. Inside the house, Bobby and Shelly... Well, Shelly is, like, crying to Bobby, saying that she shot Leo, um, but she didn't kill him. And he ran off, and she's so scared. 
he's going to come back and kill me and all this stuff. And Bobby, uh, Bobby tells her like, we don't have to worry about Leo. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to take care of Leo. I'm going to take care of James. All of this is, uh, you know, Bobby's going to take care of all of this. That's what he says. Uh, that look on his face when they're like embracing each other after yeah. he says all this is basically just like, Ugh, <laughs> ooh, <laughs> <laughs> just eyes wide, tugging at his collar. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I may have bitten off a bit more than I can chew yeah, here. This is quite the pickle here, yeah. Bobby. <laughs> oh, well, don't don't worry, Shelly. I'll just. I'll just kill everyone who's ever wronged either of us. That's okay. my plan. I'm Bobby. That's my plan. <laughs> I'm gonna go on a murder spree. Yeah. Oh, I got. I don't know why I didn't think of this sooner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So um, then we get our 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 uh, kid detectives here in uh, James, Donna, and Maddie. Uh, they get together and listen to that tape that Maddie found in in Laura's bedpost, and. Uh, it's a, a tape to Dr. Jacoby. Pretty, uh, pretty, uh, like salacious stuff. Uh, she's, she's going into, she's like, I had one of those dreams last night again. Um, the ones but, you like, yeah, the ones you like so much. <laughs> um, so I mean like, she, Dr. Hit, Jacoby, she also hits him with a bugs bunny. Uh, right. Doesn't oh, she, she say says, what's up? What's doc? up doc? Yeah. Yeah. That's another secret. We didn't know she was Bugs Bunny. <laughs> That's another secret. We didn't know she was anything like Bugs Bunny. Yeah. And now she's saying his catchphrase. I mean, maybe maybe that's a clue. Maybe she's simply gone underground. Mm. And that's what we're getting at with that line. <laughs> Where'd she go? I mean, she we do know, we actually know she is underground because she was do buried. You th- <laughs> do you think she would have Died if only she made that left at Albuquerque. <laughs> That's where her she took a wrong turn. She did take a wrong turn. Um, so these kids they're listening to the tape and um, and Laura is being it's like uh, they're listening to Laura speak in a way that uh, it feels like none of them have ever heard her speak this way before. You know, right? And, and she's talking about you know. Um, She's talking about her dreams and, you know, how she like, she'll, it seems like she records these sort of like, uh, like sexy sort of, uh, tapes and stories that she tells him, whatever, and then sends them to Jacoby. We've all, we've all gotten to therapy. Hey, we've all, yeah, we've all read our personal audio erotica to our therapists. That's what therapy is. It's when you, yeah. (laughs) It's when you it you talk in your breathiest voice. <laughs> right. Oh, I and got, can, what's up, Doc? <laughs> I have depression. <laughs> why are you Why are you doing Batman? I don't know. I was trying to do breathy, and that's what came out. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Doc. Hey, hey, Doc. Hey, hey, gorgeous. <laughs> wow. What, why are you so serious? <laughs> <laughs> um, conveniently, Laura does mention the coconut in Dr. Jacoby's apartment. Yeah. Where he do. keeps his stuff. Yeah. His, she, his cool stuff. She, uh, yeah, they know about like 
I think they know about like Jacoby's weird sort of tiki, uh, uh, tiki bullshit, right? Later on, when they call him, he does um, say, yeah, Alo- he, "Aloha." Yeah, when he answers and he says "Aloha," that's hits, so hits good. Him, <laughs> hits him with an "Aloha" real quick. Yep. Mahalo, uh, Doc. Yeah, really good stuff there. Um, next, we get a great scene of Audrey working at Horn's department store. <laughs> yeah. Working at the perfume counter, trying to convince an old lady to buy the perfume, and then maybe she could wear the bottle as like a necklace. That's like a two-for-one uh, fashion statement is how she describes it. Yeah, this lady, I'll tell you what, I didn't really know what the department store manager was getting at when he said the customers were difficult. How could you be <laughs> How could you be so difficult just buying yeah. perfume? Right. Well, you could be a mean old lady. Yeah. I don't like this one. It's too fruity. All right, well, what do you want? What do you want? <laughs> Sounds like you know what yeah. you want. <laughs> so why don't you tell me that? Why don't you <laughs> articulate that? And then we can get somewhere with this. So um, there's another girl that she's working with at the counter. Uh, that manager comes over and asks the other girl to come back to his office for a, a meeting. Um, before, they, uh, before she leaves the counter, uh, this girl... Uh, Audrey says she's got to use the bathroom, so she goes and she sneaks off and hides. First, she grabs a cigarette. Mm. Then she hides in the manager's uh, office closet mm. and smokes a cigarette in there and watches the meeting between this girl and the manager, where he's basically like, uh, you're doing a great job here. We'd love to uh, offer you another job at One-Eyed Jack's. You could be like... A cocktail waitress or maybe a blackjack dealer. Um, there are also uh, opportunities for hospitality girls. So not to jump or jump ahead, but yeah. we, you know, when we get to one eye jacks, we see the jocker is the dealer at the yeah. blackjack table. Yes. Do you think he started at the perfume counter <laughs> and it was, they were just like, it's just not working out. <laughs> Yeah, this guy is stinky. (laughs) (laughs) He smells like a a fucking casino floor. Let's get him out of here. (laughs) You'd be perfect for the casino floor position. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, right. And then he's like, you know, let's get you a sexy new outfit for your legitimate... Yeah, you're yeah. totally you're, legitimate you're, job. You're not, you know, sex trafficking job. <laughs> right. How's that sound? Yeah. Um, so she does, she, uh, well, the, the manager gives her uh, a business card and says, um, you know, call this number. And uh, was it's like black, it tells her to like ask for like somebody, uh, Black Rose, Black Rose. Black Rose. That's what it is. Um, so she uh, she leaves, and then Audrey, returning to the counter, she's like, oh, um, sorry, the manager also gave her, like, a little crystal unicorn. And when, uh, when the manager and this girl leave, Audrey comes out, she grabs, like, I guess there's another crystal unicorn in this guy's desk, um, grabs that, and looks through the his, like, uh, little black book of girls, and Ronette's name is in there. Hmm. All right. Intrigue. Intrigue. 
So when she goes back out to the perfume counter, she tells this girl, like, ugh, listen, I got a unicorn, too. Like, they must have a thousand of these things. Um, but you know what? I forgot. Uh, I lost the, uh, the Black Rose number. Can you just give it to me? So she does. And then uh, that leads to what happens later. So... Doesn't it always? (laughs) Isn't what happens first always what leads to what happens later? Isn't that just the way? All right. It's a bit formulaic, really. (laughs) Speaking of which, have have you gotten into Fall of the House of Usher yet? I have not. Oh, man. Is it a bit formulaic? No. Oh. Um, But because of something that happens, another thing happens. Oh, yeah. True enough. <laughs> well, first, uh, someone, yes, a wrecking ball hits the house of Usher and then it falls. <laughs> hey, there is a scene like that. Um, what? Yeah, there yeah. is. Yeah. Um, that's fun. Uh, it's really, it's fucking really good. Damn. I got to uh, get in there. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, right. So, Audrey has, she's going like, she's doing like an independent sort of investigation. Nobody's helping her out. Who, honestly, on this show, who isn't? Well, that's Oh, you mean thing. like she doesn't have a, a team? She doesn't have a team behind her, right? Mm-hmm. Like, she's just sort of doing all this stuff on her own. Um, where James, Donna, and Maddie are like a little unit. You have Cooper and Truman and the, the cops. They're like a unit. They're trying to solve it. Um, so, uh, yep. Yeah. They, uh, Audrey does that. What else? What else? Uh, can I say? Oh, please. I'm worried about Audrey. Worried about Audrey? I'm real worried about her. Oh. She, she's just a kid. Yeah. And she's getting into some real dark shit. But she, she is 18, so that's legal, right? So. Yeah. An adult, really. This is a, and this is something (laughs) you're very passionate about, and. (laughs) I, I know I said no to the age of consent discussion uh, s- segment on Kingy. <laughs> I know I kind of used my veto power for that. You wanted to yeah. talk about it while we were doing the Children of the Corn movies. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad it's sort of organically finding its way in here because. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, I'm sure you are. <laughs> Libertarian Rob. <laughs> Libertarian Yeah. Come on. Um uh whatever. <laughs> yeah. Come on. It's libertarian Rob. <laughs> it's libertarian Rob. Yeah. But yeah, no, I don't know. I feel like I obviously she's very you know, good at this. Audrey. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like I don't know. That's what makes me think she's going to get into some real hot water here. Yeah. I mean, Audrey always sort of seemed like, uh, the girl who like, she, she, she was like a little bit smarter than everybody else in the room. But, Mm. but then like thinking like, you know, big fish in a small pond kind of a totally right. Like she's a, she's a rich kid. Like she's never, She's never confronted like hostile forces. Exactly. Yes. So she thinks that she's like kind of invincible, which like, you know, young people do. Yeah. And then, you know, she uh she's put in a situation with 
bigger fish and yes. such. And then, you know, we'll see what happens with that. That's a, uh, it's kind of everybody's, all of our main characters is sort of what's happening to them here. Right. Yeah. They're kind all, of. they're all wading into deeper waters than they're accustomed to. They are. And, uh, with, with varying levels of uh, capability here, mm. you know, mm-hmm. think like, like Audrey, like, I think Audrey is probably smarter than uh, James, Donna, and Maddie in general. Right? Well, I mean, James canonically is stupid. Yeah, I mean, he is right? a big dummy um, and uh, always has the kind of face on like he doesn't know what's happening around him. <laughs> <laughs> Stay home, buddy. Hit the books. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, yeah, Donna also is being like such a. a a teenager about all of this. Yeah. And like is kind of swept up in the sort of, I think not just like the ro- like romance in like the sort of broader sense of the word where it's yeah. like the, the emo like she's very compelled by the emotion of the emotional stakes of her own situation. Yes. She, yeah. I, I, yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah, she, uh, um, yeah, you know, it's the thing with her and James, which is like this thing that is so uh, passionate. And whenever they talk about Laura, it just bubbles up and they have to make out with yeah. each other. But then like when they try to do it normal style and he puts on a sweater and comes over for dinner, it's just <laughs> no. like it's a dead end. It's yep. it's like, very unhealthy. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, we kind of need to talk about our dead friend <laughs> in order for us to get off here. So, um, speaking of... That's uh, why they're like, we need to find this missing Laura Palmer to jo- Dr. Jacoby tape, the tape from the night she died. Yeah, so we got really we got put. Yeah, we got to put more fuel in the tank. <laughs> we got we to spice things up here. Oh, God. <laughs> um, I think that's a good spot for... Uh, quick break yeah i think right? so yeah um we're setting up all the pieces here for uh um some some excitement later so um guys again if you want to listen to the rest of the episode head on over to patreon.com slash kingmepod sign up for five dollars sign up for the free trial yeah you get that free trial and check that out or and then if you like what you hear then you know stick around pay the five dollars a month and then you get all that bonus content yeah. Um, and the link will be in the show notes. Oh, definitely. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. Hell yeah. That's cool. exactly where it's supposed uh, to be. Nah. All right. <laughs> Guys, we'll be right back. All right.